Welcome to Thrive with Confidence. This podcast provides insight into the Aquios Alliance, a buying group that connects private practices with trusted vendors and expert support. We will feature discussion with our vendor partners and optometrist members while we explore topics that will empower your independence. Welcome, everyone, to another Thrive with Confidence. My name is Tim Merrigan. I'm joined with Scott Klein on our Industry Insights, our weekly podcast. Scott, how are you? I'm fantastic, Tim. Thanks for having me on today. You know, I, I think you've had done more of these. This is I'm getting to be the pleasure of actually doing one of these. I, I kind of like uh, like uh, being on here with you and getting a chance to talk with you. We've definitely had fun with all these so far. That's for sure. Love getting to to chat about the topics that are important to our clients. So it's been it's been a blast. Yeah, these insights. I think if I, I hope a lot of people are tuning in, and if you've got friends or colleagues that are not, please share this with them and tell them it's well worth the the short little listen each each and every week to hear some of the ins and outs of the of the industry. And you know, I think right now, Scott, with one of the biggest is as we hit May. Uh, we come off a big, you know, first quarter in March. You kind of hit April. You get a little bit of a of a breather, but it seems like uh, May's kind of slowed down a little bit. Yeah, it has. I've, I've, you know, I've heard a lot of that that same comments from clients lately, and I think you know part of it was we had, we had a huge Q1, right? The, this 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 year was was fantastic for a lot of practices, and 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 so you know it does uh, feel like a, a larger. Uh, drop or, or or more quiet than it has been in the past, and it's interesting. I, I know you probably heard it a lot, but people are asking us, "What do we do during these times?" Now that we have, we've got staff that are they're sitting around. I've heard I've heard that, right? What what what, what, do, what do I do with my teams? What what should they be doing? So, what have you been what have you been talking about with with clients? You know, it's funny is that even when you look at a lot of the numbers and you know for the first half of the month and stuff, I, I one thing I tell the clients is, yeah, it's slowed down a little bit, but are you being effective? Are you being more productive in that period of time? Because I've seen in a lot of offices, people had it from March to April. They're like, oh, we're just not as busy. I said, well, yeah, you're not seeing the volume you saw in March. But if you look at the internal numbers, you're just as efficient, which is what 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 matters. You're you're hitting the key points of, of the people and the and the patients that are coming in. So as we get into May, yep, it slowed down a little bit more. So, you know, one of the first things I, I talked to the uh, my clients about, and when I'm on calls with them, is is are you looking at your recalls, your reactivations? What are we doing? They now have time to to be looking at this. And you know, one of the things that we heard earlier today from from Rick when we were all three on a call together, Scott, you know, Rick says, hey, you know, he's noticed that with certain uh, some of the uh, patient recall systems, whether it's Solution Reach, whether it's Weave. You know, some of those, they have not been able to go back to 18 and 19 or they have. And then they, I guess the best way maybe to say is they've timed out, you know, they've ran their max. Yeah. And so now uh, those people from 18 and 19 before the pandemic are not getting any type of, of recall. They've kind of fallen off the grid, if you will, of what the the patient communicators look for. And so I think it's a huge opportunity now for a lot of these offices and and I know when I've been on office visits this year, sitting in there, people said, yeah, I haven't been in since 18 or 19 because, you know, because of COVID. They still haven't. And, and I don't think it's because they're afraid. I think it's just because they've forgotten, lost track of time that, my gosh, it's been three or four years. Think of how fast time's flying by. I mean, we're already to the middle of May. I mean, so I think it's important that when, as you said uh, just now, Scott, you know, staff have time. They're sitting around. They're not doing a 
you know what? Sometimes it's it's nice to have electronic devices and, and things like that, but I think it's just as important every now and then to hear a real voice and to reach out to them and call them. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I love patient communication systems and the, and the automation, you know, they really have done a lot for our, for our practices. And I think that they've, it's freed up time uh, for, for staff members. I think it's allowed us to communicate with patients in, in a, in a way that we just, we haven't been able to do in, in years past and, and from a frequency level. But I agree with you. We need to get back to the roots of just what, what is it like to have that, that interaction with one another? And, and I think especially when we're looking at these recalls and reactivations, some of these people, you know, you mentioned, you know, 18, 19, even into 2020, we, we haven't talked to these people in years. And, and I think, you know, with, with all of the, I don't know about you, but I, I get, I get text messages from, from everything, right? It's not just friends and family anymore, but I, you know, I get text messages that are, that are advertisements. I get text messages from politicians. Now, I don't want them, but I still get them. Uh, I, I get text messages from from you know my appointments and things like this. If I haven't had communication with with a practice for for three four years, I, right. it, it's very easy for me to just swipe that away. I, I think this is a great opportunity for us to get back and reestablish that connection with our with our patients, reestablish that relationship with them. And the easiest way to do that is is through that phone call. Let them hear your voice. Let them hear the passion in you and for the importance of, for them to come back in and, and be seen that you want them to be to be back in the office, that the doctor wants to see them again. Yeah. And I think that uh, I think there's times we rely too much on the automation and, and uh, going through and printing off that list and having that conversation and and talking to them about, you know, hi, you know, this is Tim from Family Eye Care. Dr. Smith wanted me to re and say Dr. Smith wanted me to reach out because they have noticed that you have not been in for your eye health evaluation since 2018, 2019. And they asked me to get reach out to you to get you an appointment scheduled. So almost make it more personal than just saying, hey, calling you to let you know you haven't been in for a while, you know, type message. And unfortunately, that's kind of what we get into at times as well. And I think kind of like you said, that more personal touch, go in there and, and add a little personality to it, but also add a little of their, uh, you know, maybe what they need to come in for or you know, hey, it's time to update your glasses type deal. But I think that reaching out to them and leaving that message for them or, or hopefully connecting with them starts to fill the books a little bit more. And I love what you said about talking about the, the invite from, from the doctor. I think this not only adds some personalization to, to the call, but it also gives the respect and weight to the doctor's time that, that it needs to. And I think that that's very important that, that we do that when we're making not only the recalls and reactivations, but the confirmation calls, things like that. We need to be giving and, and giving the weight to the uh, and the respect to the doctor's time because it is important. And, it, and it's something that the, the patient needs to hear that and understand that. It's, it's the appointments with them, right? The, the right. doctor has an appointment with you. So that, that's something I, I love that you said that. I even think trying to stay away from the word appointment and, and maybe even say the doctor is going to set aside time for you or the doctor has set aside when you're doing the confirmations, as you said, the doctor has set aside this time for you at two o'clock for your eye health evaluation or the doctor wants me to reach out to you to set aside time so they can do your eye health evaluation. So. Great point.
Great point. And I think when we now now is the time to be able to do this. We we mentioned the word efficiency at the beginning of the program. And and I think that that's if we can utilize these down times, if you will, to to become more efficient in the office, we, we're able to get into a groove. And this uh, th- this is going to make it easier for when business picks back up, if, I guess, if, if you want to put it in those terms. If I have a, a routine that I'm in of doing, whether it be recall reactivations or the confirmation calls, it's going to be hard harder for those things to fall off when, when business is, is ramped up and we're, we're running, right? Um, if, I, if I think about merging onto the highway, it's a whole lot harder for me to merge onto the highway if I'm, if I'm trying to merge in at, at 40 miles an hour versus if I get on that on-ramp and I'm going to hit the gas like somebody that we know, I'm going to drive like her and, and just get right on in there. I, I can merge in a lot easier if I'm already up to speed. Yeah, I think, and it, and it takes time to become a habit and to, yeah. to build that. And that's where that repetition comes in. And it's very important uh, to do that. I know some offices are, are afraid to put out there on their social media platform that, oh, we have, an, we have an opening today. I don't want the competition to know I have an opening or my book's not full. Shoot, I would put it out there that you have, you yeah. know, a couple of times available today because... Hey, if they're filled up and they want to come over and see me, I've got some time. I'm going to start taking their uh, their their patient base too. So, I do think it's a good a good platform to to also put out there is to hey, we have openings today at two o'clock, or we have two openings, uh, one at three and one at five today. Who wants it? Type deal. Well, and, and and that that was the key, right? Who wants it? And it creates that sense of urgency in that patient's mind to go, uh, wait a minute, if I if I don't take that, somebody else is going to. And it's human nature to want to to win, right? We're gonna win the race, and and, and you get that in. But I, I agree. Why? Why would we hide that? It's okay to let people know that that we've got spots available, and 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 drive that traffic in through through social media. And I think this month, especially with May being uh, Vision Health Month, I think it's a great time to start promoting that talking about open appointment slots to get them in um you know as we're heading into memorial day weekend and all that it's a great time to to talk about coming in get your prescription updated for prescription sunglasses as you head into the summer Um, i think what is it june 27th is national sunglass day so why not promote that and, and try to get people to come in and get some prescription sunglasses yeah, I want to have my I want to have my sunglasses before National Sunglass Day. I don't exactly. want to wait till till that day to to go go buy them. Shoot, I'm I want to GQ myself well before that. I want to be styling <laughs> and profiling, you know, when when it's time to flash the sunglasses. So you got to be looking good to go down the National Sunglass Day red carpet. That's exactly right. So and, and the best way to do it is with prescription in it because if you don't have prescription in your sunglasses, you could easily trip or fall down the stairs or something. You know, it's just, hey, I want to be looking good. Take it from me, you you don't want to have any type of fall issues. That's uh that's that's hard on a person. <laughs> so <laughs> I just think there's so many things that staff can do during this downtime, and I think too many times we accept it and accept the answer of, oh, well, they just don't have a lot to do. You know, we've tried. No, try harder. Figure it out. You know, get them, get them doing manual phone calls, go, doing the old smiling and dialing. And hopefully, uh, if you're not getting people in the morning, try it in the afternoon. You know, don't go to the same time every time and start trying to call people. And the other part to that is don't make the one person do it. Spread it out. Let other people do it. Because if you give somebody a hundred calls to make in a day, they are going to get bored and they are not going to sound good on about call 13 or 14. Yeah. But if I give them 20 people, five calls each, 
then it's a lot different. Yeah, I'll tell you something else that I think that we should focus on during this this time is staff education. Right? Are we looking at, at at this as an opportunity to say, okay, um, optical team? You know, we we've been talking about uh, wanting to to build our, our multiple business. You know, I, I, let's let's take this opportunity to, to role play with one another, practice what that sounds like to to talk. You know, be able to critique one another. Front desk staff, what do our phone calls sound like? What do what what are we hearing and what are we saying um, to to our patients when when they're calling in? This is a great opportunity to to have that staff education. Get get your vendors involved. Have them come in and and you know set up a time to do some staff education with your your, your team when we have the time. Yeah, I I think that you know when you get these slow periods, it is absolutely the best time to to train. And people say, well, we don't have enough people coming in. You don't need them. You've got staff. Role play with the staff. The reason yeah. why people hate role playing is because when we're doing it, we always try to stump the person or make them look foolish. That's not what it's designed for. Role-playing should be ask a question and then let them work on getting their rhythm, their spiel down in a more comfortable manner. But too many times we try to be that one in a thousand patient that walks through the door. And and that's not what, nobody likes to do that. Yeah, we're, it's not meant to be demeaning. It's meant to build that confidence and and help them with what they are going to say and and how they're going to, to say it. Yeah, and it could be very beneficial. And and again, you've got people in there to that they can practice with. You don't need real patients coming in to do training. But I do like what you said too about you know using the vendors, using you know that. Hey, this would be a great time for those offices that are close to close to a lab. Uh, if you haven't had a chance, maybe see if the lab will let you bring your staff in for a tour to show them exactly how a pair of glasses is made. You know, and or if you're close to a manufacturer like. Uh, Chicago, I know, has Europa and such. Take time to see if they'll let you tour to see how a pair of the eyewear is actually made and how many people actually touch that. And I think with Europa, you actually get uh, an hour of ABO uh, credit if you have somebody that needs it. But, you know, the the other part is, and I know it's getting a little late in the ballgame for this time around, but this would be another great time for your managers, your supervisors even, invest in them and have them enroll into our executive management program that's coming up. Uh, June 2nd and 3rd here in that starts June 2nd and 3rd here in Omaha. Yeah, that would that would be a, an amazing um, investment to make in, in in your leadership to to send them to to the the executive management program. I think something else is is to u- utilize our learning library on our uh, on our website, being able to to uh, listen to webinars, being able to uh, get into the world of optics. Uh, that is uh, chopped up into into segments, and so you can they they can do some learning in in, in bite sized pieces there on a, on a day by day. You know, spend a little bit of time each day and, and just br- brush up on some of those skills that we want to, to get better at. I think it's a good time for everybody too, when it gets to be a little bit slow like this, review your policy and procedure manual. Does the, the, what we wrote three years ago, does it still pertain to how we do things uh, currently, whether it's in, in the teching, whether it's even checking in glasses, spell it out. This is a great time to take advantage of that. Yes, You know, your appointment books might be slow. There are ways to fill them. But if they remain a little bit slower than usual, don't discount the day. Use it to get ready for June, July, August when it starts to pick up and use it to to better your staff and to get them, as you said, in more of a routine, in more of a habit. Build it now. 
You know, I think while we're talking about what, what do we do with this time, I think, uh, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention cleaning. And I think that this is something that is, this is a, a great, great time to be able to, uh, to, to look at our, look at our, our, our practice and, and take a look at your practice through the eyes of your patient. Take an opportunity to, to walk your team through the, the patient production cycle and look at your practice. Start at the front door and walk in, look at your, look at your light bulbs, look at the shelving, look at your sign. Look at all of these spots. And the reason I say, you know, take look at it through the eyes of the patient is because you're going to see things and, and, and you'll be surprised. You'll go, how in the world, how long has that light bulb been out? I have no idea. I, I feel like I look at that light bulb every day, but you truly don't. When we look at the same four walls as often as we do in our, in our practices, it's so easy to miss things. You know, when I, when, when I was a field leader and I'm out doing, you know, visits, I, I used to always say to people, like, here's the deal. This is easy for me to come in here and point all these things out. Why? Because I, it, it, it's fresh for me, right? I haven't been in here for, you know, for a couple of months. And so I'm seeing things that you're not. So take the time to, to step back and, and view your practice through the, the lens of, of a patient. No pun intended. Actually, no intended. <laughs> That's a good pun, by the way. Nicely done. <laughs> and, and I like the fact that you, you, know, you said light bulbs and look up. Too many times when we look at our office, we're looking down, we're looking at the ground. Oh, yep, there's a piece of paper, whatever. But we forget to look up. We forget to, to, to take our eye levels higher. Uh, which for me is not very much, you know, for me to go higher on my eye level, but look up at the lights and stuff, because guess what? People like bright and shiny. That's why when you go into a car dealership, they've got those big bright lights and the cars are all polished, you know, probably they've taken half of those cars and got a nice clear coat from owner's pride and, you know, sticks it under those bright lights, but they want clean and shiny. They want bright and shiny. And I think it's uh, it, it's very important to to look up and not just look down at the ground and say, oh, was there trash on the ground? That's not as, you know, yeah, that's important, but also look up and see what they're seeing. Yeah. Is it the middle of May and we still have our Halloween decorations up? By, by that, I mean our cobwebs everywhere. I mean, do exactly. we have, when was the last time we did that? If you have any type of greenery or plants in, in your practice, some some people have some of the, you know, the the, the the fake greenery. When was the last time we cleaned that off? It's insane. The, the, the dust that piles up on some of those leaves and they're not even yeah. green anymore. I, some people think the dead plants can't die. Well, they can. If <laughs> you get enough dust on them, they're going to look dead. So uh, t- take, take an opportunity to, to wipe, wipe off those, th- those things. You know, another thing, look at your, look at your signage. Do you even carry some of this product anymore? Making sure that you, that you look around and say, oh, wait a minute. We, you know, we, we, we haven't carried this line in, in six oh, yeah. months. Why do we still have the signage up? It's very easy for, for that type of stuff to, um, to, to come into play. That leads me into another another spot is just mer- merchandising. When was the last time you merchandised your optical? What a great time to 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 maybe mix things up a little bit. One of the easiest ways to to spruce up a, a practice is to redo your optical. Flip sides, right? If you move your men's to your women's, your women's to your men's, and you'll you'll see you'll have patients that'll come in and go, "Oh my goodness, did you did you guys?" Did you guys remodel the the practice or oh look at this frame I I love this is this a new frame no we've had it for we've had it for a while but it's just been in a different spot so um it, it's it's a great way to give a whole new look to your to your practice yeah and you mentioned the the signage and and you know do you even carry this product and stuff Rick and I years ago uh, went into an office we did an office visit together and. They had brochures back in the in the waiting area of the clinic, and they had it on big plastic brochure, little 
uh, holder. And there must have been, I don't know, 10 or 12 different brochures on there. And we made a game of seeing who could find the oldest brochure, copyrighted <laughs> brochure. I think Rick won. And I'm sure if he uh, was on here, he would, he would probably tell me if I was right. But I think the date, and we were in there in maybe 2015, 26. I want to say it was like 1992 that this brochure was yellow. Uh, I don't know if it was originally yellow, but, you know, so if you have brochures, you know, go through, look, are they still even, you know, worth it? You know, go through and look if you've got, I, I don't know very many offices have magazines anymore. I think they kind of did away with that with COVID, you know, but go and look and see, do they, you know, does your magazine still have Teddy Roosevelt on the cover? I mean, does it need to go away? <laughs> have all of the sections of your highlights magazine? Did, did, did anybody find all of the things that need to be found? Right. Because nothing angers me more than when I go into the doctor's office and some kid has already okay. found all of the stuff in the highlights magazine. Yep. It's all I want to do. And that dang broom always is the best, hardest one to find. It you know? is, so, uh, but it's the hardest one, <laughs> hardest one. So... So I think there's a lot of things that can be done, even though it is a little bit of a slower time. But, you know, I think if you're thinking about cleaning, think about when, you know, your your mother would do her spring cleaning. You know, it always about this time she'd start taking the, the screens off the window and washing them and washing the windows inside and out. And if you were, you know, at home still, you were probably the ones taking the screens off for mom so she could do all of that. But you know, it is, it's that time of year. And I think uh, you make a good point. We're slow. What better time to look at the practice and if it needs to be refreshed up. And a lot of times refreshing up means just clean, wipe it down, clean the sight lines, if you will. So, well, I tell you what, again, I'm going to have to stop by more often for these. This is kind of fun to, to hang out here with you. And as always, Kendall making us sound good. We got the best, the best producer in the biz right there with Kendall. I do what I can. She makes us all sound good, but I enjoy this. So uh, I know you've done quite a few of these and it's always fun to listen to uh, the little tidbits that's going on in the industry that, uh, that, you know, come out every week. So folks, if uh, you get a chance, if you haven't heard some of our others in the past, go back and listen to it, get some great insight. Uh, we do this every week. That's why we do call it the industry insights. And if you have topics, guys, that you want to know and you want to hear about, let us know. We want these to be uh, valid and, and, and important to you. Call it Industry Insights for, for a reason. We want to give you insights on topics that are important to you. So please talk to, talk to your advisors. Uh, send us an email. Post it on to our social medias. We, we want to hear from you. We want to, to know what, what do you want us to talk about. And if you get a chance, go back because this is part of our Thrive with Confidence. We have a lot of our Aquios Alliance vendors uh, that we've talked to. You get a great chance to learn more about their products. Uh, we've got more vendors coming down the line. Um, I think we've got some more uh, uh, podcasts scheduled. Um, I know for sure with Tom Davies, I think is, is going to be great. So definitely listen to tune in for that. Um, we have a lot of different uh, vendors already that we've done, but we've got several more that have just been uh, added to the Aquios Alliance that we're working to get scheduled uh, so you can learn more about them. So again, follow our other podcast as well. And you can also reach out to us or to any of our, uh, if you want contact to any of our uh, vendors, you can reach out to us at info at AquiosAlliance.com. Uh, That's info at A-C-Q-U-I-O-S-A-L-L-I-A-N-C-E.com. 
uh, and we can get you hooked up with them as. But from all of us here at Aquios Alliance and Advisors and Scott, uh, any last parting words? Take the time to invest in your your staff. Take the time to invest in your in your practice, especially in in, in these in these down times. And and you'll you'll see the the return will come back to you tenfold. I promise. Well said. And I will finish with take the time to give a live voice. Get back to that personal touch. Create that personal touch with your patient. Reach out to them for recalls and reactivations. You know, technology is great, but I think every now and then that human voice and that connection is really what makes and separates you from your from your competition as well that's in your area. So uh, don't don't ever forget the human side of it. So from all of us uh, here at Aquios Alliance and Advisors, we want to, again, thank you for listening to Industry Insights and catch us every week, every Friday, we've got new little tidbits coming out on the Industry Insights and then look for our other podcasts and our conversations with our vendors. Thanks everyone. Thanks guys.